racism big, man. Everybody's pissed off. Pissed the fuck off. Pissed the fuck off. Who's the most pissed off? White people. White people mad. I watched the news. They got militias. And even the, the Columbine kids was looking for brothers. And it's nuts, man. White people mad. I'm always on the news complaining. We're losing everything. We're losing everything. We're losing the country. Affirmative action quotas. We're losing everything. Y'all ain't losing shit. The white man ain't losing shit. If y'all lose it, who's winning? It ain't us. I drove around this motherfucker. It ain't us. Don't let Shaq fool you. Everybody don't get a cut of that check. Shit, there ain't a white man in this room that would change places with me. And I'm rich. It's time for another episode of 252. With your hosts, Frank G. and Ralphie D. Featuring Kuwata Kurt, Amy the Dream Master, and Professor Pat. I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't need to meet anybody. Like, I don't need any new friends. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my wife, she's always looking for, we got to find like a, like a couple to go out to dinner with. She was, she's been trying to get like me to go out with these people. I try to be cool with them. But on the, at the end of the day, she's always like, oh, we need to go to dinner. I was like, yeah, you know how I feel. I mean, I, I, that, those are your friends. I, I don't need any new friends, honey. I'm good. <laughs> That's true. The things that you have to do when you're younger in order to, you know, get some We don't have to do as much when you're older. <laughs> the poor old darling. He loved it so much. Yeah, even true. if you are still, you know, married or whatever, you're good to go. But even if you're not and are still trying to actively get, you just don't have to do the same stupid shit you used to have to do. It's changed. You really don't. You really don't. You know, it's so funny. And you know, it's funny. It's like, we didn't even have to do that stuff back then. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't know that. No, we did. no, a lot of the a lot of the right. things we had to do, we had to jump through some hoops for some shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You did have to. You used, you used to at least have to feed them and shit. You know, yeah, uh, <laughs> at least. No, at least. You almost got a spit take out of me on that one. <laughs> I mean, we all did some yeah. stuff. We all uh, we all went out there and and looked real bad trying to get something. I mean, some of us even left our own birthday parties so they can drive all the way down to Monterey just because. Bring this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one time we leave one birthday party. I threw the birthday party for myself anyway. A house full of guests. We had a full-on party, DJ, everything. Yeah. People are coming over and they're all saying, hey, where's Ralphie? Where's Ralphie? Where's Ralphie? Tom and I was doing our best to hold it down. After a while, I was just like, fuck it. He went to go Monterey because some girl said that the guy she was supposed to be with didn't show up. <laughs> we didn't know if Ralph could come down there and pick her up. And I put my cape on, and I was <laughs> on my way to fly down to Southern Cal and drive two hours away. I was like, hey, I'll be right back in four hours, okay? Like, you're not right back. Like, Frank, and when he left, too, it was like right when people were starting to come in. He's like, yeah, man, I'm about to go to Monterey. I was like, you're about to wait. Monterey? I'm like, I'm like motherfucker's already 9.30 at night. And look, we've all been duped by, uh, you know, the chick that we were about to try to get some from or whom we thought we were going to get some from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had one that was so bad. I was I was entertaining a young lady and things were going good. I mean, really good. 
like I was into her, she was into me, we were doing this thing, and I, I thought everything was all good. Next thing I know, I'm trying to the next morning, <laughs> and she's getting out of our other homie's bed. <laughs> no, she's in bed with him, and uh, she looks over at Kurt. <laughs> she gives him the the shoulders, you know. The, mm. <laughs> uh, it was so bad. I, 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 when I came home from work, Ralphie looked at me, and said, "Hey, Kurt, if I wouldn't have seen it with my own eyes." He said, I thought that was you. I'm like, yeah, man, I, 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 I thought it was me as well. Uh, clearly, it wasn't me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but you did all the stuff. I mean, you went out and you were even holding hands with her. I thought, you know, I thought you was in like Flynn, man. I what happened? Too. It was not me. <laughs> it was not me. <laughs> oh, God. That, that was a great I thought it was me situation. <laughs> Frank, please tell me you have one of those. Uh, I know you were on the road a lot with uh, some uh, yeah, some loose-ish women. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 how nerdy we were! That uh, the, the, they the only guys who really got any of those chicks out there were the actual guys in the group. You know, the rest of uh, us though, we had a, a few occasions where like it was almost going to happen, and somebody else would fuck it up for the whole group. <laughs> be like. <laughs> Like you're sitting That's there talking the to this chick for like you know an hour about whatever bullshit she's talking about and talking about yeah I can get you into the show and all that kind of stuff and you know like, we well, should come into the hotel room and we'll talk about that and then another dude will come up and be like you need to get the fuck out of here right now because these guys need to I'm like dude what are you doing you know like literally like intentionally trying to chase the women away you know and you're like well I don't have any so fuck you like dude. You know? oh. Oh, oh man, fuck that guy. So, yeah, that's the worst kind of hate, man. I'm not getting any, so no one's getting any hate. Yeah, oh, that was our God. road manager. So, like, that was the worst situation for everyone, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you're not getting any because you look like that, but the rest of it, well, wait, we're <laughs> fat and ugly, so we're probably not either. So, don't mess it up when we do try something, you know? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like, I had to feed that bitch McDonald's, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was half my stipend for the day. That's it, yeah. yeah. That's hey, how we, you so never, we... you never know when a hot girl is about to pay it forward. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's like every now and then they'll go way below their standard because they feel like, you know what? I've had a lot of hot guys in my life. I've been doing things, so I'm gonna give a Benny to one of these guys here. <laughs> so now you have a story for the rest of your life. You never know when you're gonna be that guy. Yeah, I agree. It's a teenage girl walking along the side of the highway. I mean, they, they make scary movies that start out like that. Hey, but, but they make porno movies that start out like that too, man. One day I had sort of like that. We had, uh, most of the crew was off in one city, but a bunch of us were in the other one trying to promote ahead of the tour. And uh, so it was me, one of the guys from the group, and one of the managers who wasn't the guy who liked to cock block all the time. And, uh, and one girl is supposed to show up with her friends and shows up alone, of course, right? So there's one girl and three of us. So the guy from the group takes her and goes away, of course. And the other, yeah. we're sitting there in the, in the hotel like, ah, fuck, you know, in the separate room and shit. And like, fuck, this sucks. And just start, we had a bottle of Jack, you know, like, which I don't drink, but fuck, let's just get hammered since we're not going to do anything else tonight. So we start drinking this fucking Jack Daniels, which is never a good plan. You know, nope. and then uh, I'm like completely like, fuck, I can't even talk kind of drunk. Dude comes back. He's like, hey, man, the host says she wants the rest of you guys over there, too. You know, like one at a time. I'm like, man, no, like 
Well, well maybe I'm drunk. Wait, what's what's <laughs> start thinking about? Like, all right, you know, whatever. I stumble over there and shit. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do because like this guy was just there and he's a fucking disgusting pig. So I don't think I even care. But let's see, because I'm really, really drunk. You know, get over there. It's like, wow, yeah, this is a really hot chick. So this was my just missed the really hot chick story. Like, wow, she's fucking smoking <laughs> hot. You know. And so, Got as far as you could go, but then I had that like you know complete whiskey dick. It's like, well, let's just not. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Oh. Well, you know what or is there is had I not gotten wasted because I wasn't gonna get any, I would have actually gotten some. So that was my oh. own. You know what? I'll, I'll put a bow on the story. Sometimes your dick knows that you're not supposed to have sex with that chick. All right, that's, that's that chick true. had something, then <laughs> your dick was telling you ahead of time that hey, wait a minute. I don't feel good about this. Your dick doesn't understand what the fuck is going on. It's like, what are we doing? Robbing a fucking bank? What's the scheme ask about, boss, huh? He didn't get anything from her that I know of, but she did uh, turn out to be the next day, so. Boom. Wow. Right. See, your dick knew. Yeah, you know, I think I, you know what? I did have one time, I remember like in high school, where I was kind of the guy like fuck you i'm not getting any i don't want anybody to get any <laughs> it was a uh, it was a situation with this guy we were hanging out with he had a girl and she had a couple of friends and he was like yeah he was kind of like gassing them up oh yeah these girls are so good these girls are good you see the girl i'm with kurt the girl for you she looked 10 times better than my girl and i'm like all right all right cool cool i'm with it yo jeff what's shaking Cooling, what's up girlies Ralphie, he was down, we was down, we was getting these girls, and yeah, the girl that he was with, she was cool. The one for Ralphie, she was cool. The one for me, I was like, I was like, oh man. Frank, it was, it was a like, shit show, Frank. <laughs> I was looking at this girl, and I was like, what? And I was, and I'm mad. I'm mad at this point, you know, and. God love her. I mean, she just was a nice girl trying to go out, and I didn't give a damn. So I was being like real dick, like you know, fuck you, fuck them, fuck everybody. And it was everybody was trying to get into the mood, and so we had to go. For, we had to find a place to go. So we went to go to Ralphie's house, and you know, like back in the day, Ralphie's mom was like not about having anybody. It was like we all had, you know, how it was. We we weren't even. We weren't allowed in the house. Right, yeah. But uh, she had left for the weekend. Yeah, that was it. Right. We couldn't touch anything in Ralphie's house. It was like you had to have your hands at your sides. You walk straight to his bedroom. And then it was, we. Uh, there was it was it, it was so cluttered. Well, not cluttered. I mean, it was a uh, not a mess or anything. But you guys remember it was like yeah, oh, yeah. hella uh, organized. Shit. You had her stuff her way. <laughs> so. Yeah, go straight to his room. <laughs> I always thought it was cool because she kind of had like a '70s thing going on in my, you know, to my yeah. eyes that I thought was pretty cool because not everybody had that going anymore. I liked your mom had some style. It was a lot, but it definitely you never felt welcome or comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you feel like all right, it's almost time for you to leave. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I'm one of the rare people who actually spent the night over there, so I, I have the oh, that, that I, I never got to spend the night. <laughs> Back to that story. What happened was uh, my mom was uh, taking a trip to Reno, and you know how uh, Reno is about two and a half hours from here. So she was with her friend, 
they uh, jumped in the car. She was like, I'll be back on Sunday. It was Friday. <laughs> and she left that uh, that morning. I was like, man, I got the house. Let's go. So we so, go uh, we go back to we go back to the house and of course Ralphie's digging on his girl, the Tony's digging on his. Matter of fact, I think Tony was taking a bubble bath with his girl. <laughs> In my <laughs> bathroom, he's taking a bubble bath. And uh, and, uh we put on what house party, right? We put on house party. We put on first we put on uh, the monster from hell. That's right. That, that always gets the ladies in the mood. Oh shit! Yeah. But everybody starts uh, canoodling, getting all hugged up, and this girl, she's giving me that. She's giving me the eye, and I'm giving her the not in a million fucking years, you know. And, and Ralph's looking at me like, dude, like he's like, come on. You know, be cool. And I just can't, I just can't be cool. I can't be cool. And then <laughs> as we're sitting there, he, Ralphie starts to make his move. And I think he's just about to take the girl to the bedroom. I'm just, no, I, I'm, I'm actually making my move. I'm like uh, moving in to kiss. It's like that moment in the movie where both, oh. uh, where we lock eyes and I'm moving in for the kiss. And then I hear click, 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 click. And then I'm like, what the? I look around to scan the room real quick. Everyone's in there. I look over to the front door and I see the uh, knob jiggling. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I run over to the front door as it's opening. I'm like, Mom! I mean, like my voice just changed. (laughs) (laughs) Mom! And she's like, hey. She's uh, opening the door. I have my foot right in front of it, and it's just like, move out the way. I was like, uh, hey, I don't know what to say. I'm just like uh, at a loss. And at this time, I'm opening up the back patio door, and I'm pushing the girls out of the house. <laughs> I'm like, get out. And the first thing she says like, is, who's in my house? Because I'm closing the door, and Ralphie's like, oh, it's just Kurt. It's just Kurt. Kurt's the only one here. <laughs> And she's like, what is, what is Kurt doing in my house? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm ready to go. Like, oh, and I'm thinking in my head, fuck, Kurt isn't even welcome. I've known this guy for 10 years now. He's not even welcome here. It's one of those things where uh, she told me specifically, don't have anyone in my house while I'm away. And I'm thinking, all right, well, mom's going to be gone for the weekend. So, you know, what's sure. she going to know? I'll get everything cleaned up. Little did I know she was going to come back the same fucking day. <laughs> she came back like nine hours later. It must have been a bad trip. <laughs> so did you, get, <laughs> did you get Tony out of the bathtub or was he still oh, well. naked chilling when your mom showed up? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like running through the house because uh, I think at some point I actually uh, closed the door on her or something. I was like, yeah, no, just Curtis is here. And then uh, she like pushes her way past me. Uh, <laughs> Mom's strength. And she looks in the back. She's like, "What are these white girls doing in my house?" I was like, "Ah, shit!" Because <laughs> they're in the back. They're they're in the backyard, like just looking around and shit. I'm like, bitches, get the fuck out of here! You got a whole corral like stupid cows. Move. <laughs> yes, they wouldn't. They didn't move. It was one of those things where, all right, first Margie and she has her girlfriend with her, and she goes into the back. There's Tony and his girl in towels because they can hear all the commotion. And they're like, oh, my God, there's people in there. She's like, oh, it's just it's just Tony. It's just Tony and his friend. 
and then they flick on like the the back porch light, and you see the silhouette of these two girls. <laughs> and the woman, the other woman, she's like, "Marjorie, there's more of them out here." Ralphie's <laughs> like, "They're all Tony's friends. They're all Tony's friends." <laughs> I was trying. What was my my big lie? Was uh, Tony uh, Tony got kicked out of his house and he was just coming here to take a bath? <laughs> that, that's what came to my head. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Uh, sure, she. Uh, but oh, went, okay. But then we're the, cool. The real story is is he had just finished having sex in my bedroom, and that's like the only action that room ever got. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> when uh, you know took his after sex bath <laughs> with the girl, and then. I mean, I I tried to sneak him out of the window of my bedroom, and she like slipped and fell because uh, <laughs> it, it was a hell of a drop. Yeah. That my bedroom, the, the ground drop into that uh, backyard area was a drop, and she I remember her slipping and falling. I was like, oh well, t- sorry, just get out. <laughs> I was like, everybody reconvene in the front, <laughs> and so then uh, I, oh Kurt, you ended up taking those girls home, huh? Yeah, that was the that was the topper on my night. Now now Tony went and did something. I don't know. I'm like Tony, you're responsible for these women, and he's like, No, I'm not. And that I, I really just wanted to go home, <laughs> but I ended up driving these chicks all the way to. I mean, they live like in the cuts in Vallejo, and then I drove them in. I don't know, man. That they were like, Well, I had a good time, and I'm like, Did you? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I hope you always learned your lesson. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they as soon as they closed my car door, I just <laughs> took off. I'm like, man, you know what's funny? Uh, Ralphie and I were both in the same situation. Our mothers both went ham on us and basically didn't do nothing to our younger brothers. I think age had yeah. to, had a large part to play in it. The, yeah, the right. age difference. They just were older and they just didn't have that. They just didn't have it no more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. But I, I also had an older brother before me who, uh, you know, right. escaped the madness before it got too thick. So uh, Ray was like the prototype of what she thought I was going to be. But she wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to turn out. Well, not turn out like him, but do the same things that he did, like, you know, sneaking out of the house and, you know, having sex with half of the town and all that kind of stuff. Well, <laughs> I, how, I, how terrible I, that would have been. I, I didn't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't even really have any of that in me. All I was doing was trying to hang out with the guys and just, uh, you know, do normal teenage stuff. I'm partially in that our moms were so con- concerned about keeping us from getting laid because of all the fucking sex they had when they were teenagers. That's what I think. <laughs> right, exactly. And you know, the funny part is, it's like, I mean, I'm like, ma, don't worry about it. It's not coming as fast and furious as as you're thinking. I mean, I'm getting nothing out here. Yeah. I had a couple of good runs, and it's been pretty quiet here. Uh, one time, it was so bad. I was talking to this one girl. I was on the phone, and um, this is, you know, of course, there was no cell phone, so I'm talking on the house phone. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking just the uh, nastiest foul and this girl she was into everything i was saying i was telling her how i'm gonna give it to her how i'm gonna do this how i'm gonna do this and uh ralphie was right there next to me and then as i'm going i'm looking at ralph all of a sudden i see his eyes get wide and i'm thinking he's like like he can't believe what i'm saying (laughs) so i'm really giving this girl all this stuff 
And of course, my mom, she's standing right behind me. So I get, I say a couple of, <laughs> Rock just has this look on his face like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And oh, what did she say? She was say, she said something like, motherfucker, if you said one more. And as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh, no, I gotta go back. Because no. <laughs> I did not want her to hear me get this. Just, oh, man. It's funny, though, the little things that we kind of got caught with were just, uh, you know, just the tip of the iceberg of the stuff we were doing. And the stuff we were doing wasn't even that bad. I mean, you guys were there. You know, we weren't into, you know, some really heinous shit. Just like filming the monster from hell and cussing a lot in that movie. <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't Bone watching it? And, uh, yeah. And uh, your mom walked in and oh my you heard gosh. all this filth, flying, flying filth. <laughs> And she, she looked and she saw it was Ralph. She couldn't believe it because in her eyes, there wasn't a kid out there that was more well-behaved and well-respected right. and nice as Ralph. You know how many times it's like, how come you can't be like that Ralph boy? And I'm like, <laughs> you know he's bad, right? Like, he's <laughs> like the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not, not in front of the parents. <laughs> But I'm doing the same shit. <laughs> Is there that much in there? I don't remember there being all that much cursing in there. Probably in parts two and three, there's more. At least two, I suppose, right? I would skip two because that's, that's the one that's not suitable for all audiences. <laughs> I remember, Frank, we didn't swear in front of our parents, <laughs> like <Right>. at all. <laughs> I only had a limited amount at, the, at that age, too. So, yeah. I couldn't say, I couldn't even say damn in front of my mom. I couldn't say hell unless we're in church. Right. <laughs> and we all had a friend who could just, you know, freely talk in front of their parents. And I was always wide eyed when that was going on. It was, was like, up would actually say, God damn it, yeah, mom, get, you yeah. didn't give me the fucking ice cream. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you're actually cussing at your mother. And she's like, yes. I'm sorry, Matthew. I meant to do it. I'm like, don't apologize to him, Matt. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this oh, you can't say because shit. Matt. Behind a closed door. Even to this day, I still don't I still don't cuss in front of my parents. <laughs> it's like as as far as my mother's concerned, I've had sex three times <laughs> and I had three kids. <laughs> That's it. Did you guys see, there was some, uh, one of these racist dickheads that likes to pop up all over the place. I think it was the gun store guy that, uh, I'm not going to allow Muslims in my store or whatever. But he was, he was doing some racist thing in his main statement, but then he quoted Eddie Murphy and the rest of, oh no, it wasn't. It was about somebody else. It was about, because uh, he was, it was about Obama, because he was implying that Michelle Obama was a Bigfoot and he said Goonie Goo Goo at the end. And I'm like... Well, how can you mix your racism with a quote of Eddie Murphy that you obviously enjoyed and loved as a child? You know, what the hell? Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Eddie Murphy, he's one of the good ones. Oh, is that how? Okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, whenever, it's whenever they like you, then it's okay. Gotcha. Yeah. There's been plenty of times in my life where someone said, oh, well, Curtis, you're cool. You're not like the rest of them. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what did you just say to me? <laughs> You racist motherfucker. Yeah, d define them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, you mean like people with big dicks or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like them. Yeah, exactly. You don't believe the myths, believe all them shits, all right? <laughs> no, no, they like chicken, but their dicks are normal like ours.
That stuff oh, happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. So yeah, it's uh, that's the one thing I I don't experience. <laughs> you know, I see it though. I always see everybody else dealing with that shit, and that's why I try to tell all my doofy older white friends, like, no, you don't get it at all. You know, I only get it a little bit, but you guys don't get it at all. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Yeah, there's nothing like uh, when someone gets that. Uh, that side racism and it's like it's like it's not even coming at you you just happen to be hanging out with other minorities and then you just like wow that's like a that guy was really racist and you're like yeah he really yeah. was you felt that <laughs> I, I felt it too it's like the force you know, i felt the great disturbance in the force as if 500 racists combined together and they all cried out in unison trying to tell you man yeah what, what kurt was saying is that um we went to a wedding this was uh years ago in like the late 90s a friend of ours was getting married and uh there were some racist overtones <laughs> that uh okay, that well, we kind of i i all right i don't like to give racist uh, an excuse but <laughs> we were dressed all right this 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 <laughs> this wedding. It, first of all, it was like an outside wedding in like Napa, Yountville, out in that richy upper crest, you know, upper crest, blue blood kind of area. Right. So so we were dressed kind of like in like pimps and hoes, you would say. I mean, we were in like zoot suits and shiny suits, and the girls we were with their titties all out and everything. So we were a spectacle, it was like. We'll start yeah. with that. Did you ever see the movie The, the Big Hit? <laughs> we, we had we had suits on like the guys in that. Movie. It, was, it, was, it was very it was I mean, nice. Yeah, but then when the hate came, the hate was was bad because you know we were sitting down and first no one really wanted to sit at our table. There was like this one older guy who kind of sat down. You know, he was sitting between the ladies, and his wife came over and pretty much tried to grab him by the ear. It's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Woman, I'm over here having a good time." Because we were sitting there joking, you know, cracking jokes and whatnot. But uh, when they were going around, the DJ was like going to every table because the tables were numbered, mm -hmm. but they were going out of order to for people to get their food. And of course, our table was like the last table to get called for food. So they call yeah. us up, we're all walking up, and one of the girls, she was grabbing her food, and I said, hey girl, want you get, you know, some of that steak for us back here, you know, because she was loading up her plate. And then this lady, <laughs> this, this white lady, <laughs> she goes, don't worry, there's plenty of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. I couldn't, I couldn't even. I, I was like, wow. And Ralphie was actually, he actually said, the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and she tried, and God love her. I mean, she tried to backpedal out of it, but we were already, we were feeling the hate for about an hour. So we were already kind of in fight mode. I mean, after the chicken comment, then they really just started letting loose. I, I guess the, uh, the racist uh, uh, floodgate was open because there was these older ladies and they were talking about, actually he was a white guy in the group. <laughs> we're talking about him and he was literally standing like right next to him. And he, when he kind of, kind of tuned in that they were talking about him, he was like, 
he was like, ladies, I, I'm right here. I can hear you. It was See, they, great. They it figured was... after the first lady said whatever, and neither one of you guys shot her, and it was okay to say whatever mm-hmm. else. You know, That was the test. Yeah. Well, they're not armed. They must be okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we got a little bit of that hate, too. I mean, oh, man. Uh, we went out into the, the parking lot after the ceremony, and the reception was over. And uh, there were some good old boys out there in that parking lot. And um, wait, what, what did they say, Kurt? Uh, they threw some jabs. Oh, and Something about um, <laughs> robbing a liquor store. So it was something I can't really. It, 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 got, it, it got so bad that it was, <laughs> it was at this point. Because you know how they are. When they, when they, they feel that safety in numbers. So when oh, they yeah. feel like they outnumber you. They feel like they can say whatever they want, and yeah, it was good, you know. And the, and the person getting it, it was a friend of ours, so it was. And then we were looked at like the dirty people from Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, that's that like, happened. Like the the the, the worst <laughs> guests. Like it's not open. I mean, it's yeah. Fairfield. I didn't say I was from Richmond. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, see, now this is why we don't associate with them. <laughs> Family, we're in a restaurant, and uh, we're having dinner, and random white people say, hey, come up to my kids, and like, can I touch your hair? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, oh, fuck, I'm not a mon chi Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Can't touch my hair. You know? Some of my kids are pretty good with it. The other ones, are just they just look at, did, did they really just ask me that? Yeah, and then we're just like, hey, just get used to it. <laughs> this is how it's going to be from now on. You're <laughs> that, that is weird. I don't know. That would be odd to have to deal with for sure. No, motherfucker. Get away from my kids. <laughs> Pretty soon, everybody's going to just look the same out here. It's going to be yeah, another 15 years or so. There's going to be so much uh, race mixture. <laughs> what difference does it make now? Huh? Yeah, saying. Doing my part to eradicate racism. That's why I have mixed kids. <laughs> Doing my part, watering down everything. <laughs> but I've even seen people like like that, you know, here in mixed relationships, still talking shit about the other race. <laughs> like, what's, what's that about? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I always found that weird too. You know? <laughs> I remember when um, when Ralph's oldest daughter, when she was struggling with her identity like that what was it like ninth grade or eighth grade or ninth grade when she was she was hanging with the hood girls for a little while and we were oh, like yeah mm. that's right <laughs> so remember we were like uh i don't think that's your speed girl <laughs> that's you're not yeah. you're not a chicken head you shouldn't be with the hood rats that's not you <laughs> <laughs> don't you snap your yeah. fingers in a circle at me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Your neck is getting real wobbly. You need to keep it in one place. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Uh, yeah. We went through that, though. It was like our period with Raiders hats and jackets and shit where we thought we were hard for about a minute until we decided that was a bad idea. So it happens. Right. Sure. I mean, they, they do have a kind of cool logo, and those colors are really good. But, ah. Uh, team though yeah <laughs> it's like you mean oakland just won a nba championship <laughs> yeah like, right i saw that i was like no way those guys <laughs> <laughs> like, they were bottom ranked i'm like next thing you're gonna tell me the clippers are doing okay and then somebody's like the clippers were doing good too. Clippers I'm, were- I'm out of here i give up 
Pistons are shitty and the Clippers are doing okay. I just don't know what to make of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's no longer the 80s, bruh. So what else is on the agenda? Anybody see Ant-Man? I did not. Was it any good? Uh, You know what? It was entertaining. It's almost like the Marvel kids movie. It was a decent heist. Decent heist movie, and uh, the special effects were great. Uh, I would, uh, I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, It was. It wasn't like Avengers, where it was like this big action movie. It was like a Marvel superhero kid movie, but they didn't pander to the audience. You know, they didn't really like. It wasn't like campy, right? But um, I mean, the jokes were witty. Paul Rudd. I mean, I already. It's like you know. Paul Rudd as a superhero, you're already going to go there with a, mm-hmm, okay, sure. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> yeah, you kind of have to play Ant-Man with a bit of humor anyway because it's Ant-Man, so sure. Yeah, so even in those scenes where he was explaining that he's Ant-Man, he had that look on his face like, eh? <laughs> I'm Ant-Man, right? <laughs> I, I know. It. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you get the joke, right? Get the joke. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, the kids liked it. Any, any movie that the, the kids like, well, not any movie that the kids like, but, uh, you know, that has uh, the level of jokes and um, it, it kind of toes the line between adult and uh, kid humor pretty well. That was, uh, you know, I, I give it a, you know, two thumbs up. I, I thought it was I thought it was really good. And again, Paul, Paul Rudd as a as an actor, you know, I like a lot of the stuff he does. A lot of it. You know, yeah, I, I would say I was. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the guy's work. Yeah, yeah I think everything I've seen him in has been good too. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't really do stinkers, and you know, I mean, everybody has at least one or two stinkers. I mean, poor Nick Cage. I mean, God, he is a stinker. Yeah, the hell, <laughs> the guy who did Leaving Las Vegas and Moonstruck. How how the hell do you do yeah. with the what is he doing? Drive angry? What the fuck was that? He's been at it 35 years or something now. So I think he's just like, yeah. you know, he signs his name anytime they offer him at least a million dollars. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, he's on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's a, the, the, the odds of having a shitty movie go up tremendously when you're making 35 films a year. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like, God, it's like, what did you do with your money? Why, why do you have to make so many films? Because they're he bad. Bought, he bought the action comics number one. Yeah. <laughs> one. Oh, he had some really bad investments. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched a Nick Cage movie in like the two thousands. Oh. That has been good. <laughs> Man, I don't think I've. Except, seen well, that. you know what? Uh, I take that back. Uh, watch, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Bad Lieutenant. Uh, Port of Call. Oh, the second one was he in that? Oh one? No, yeah. no, I didn't, I didn't see that crap. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's hilariously bad. <laughs> I mean, I kind of liked him in Kick Ass as Big Daddy. Okay, yeah, yeah he was in that. Right, oh, okay, that was that was good. But that, but that was like it's not his movie, you know. Right. But whenever he's starring, it, I haven't watched yeah. Con Air. Maybe that was the last good Nick Cage movie I liked. You didn't think Ghost Rider was a masterpiece? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! There's some comic book movies 
that I forgot. And didn't they make a two? Yeah. A Ghost Rider two. I, I, never, I never watched that. I saw a Ghost yeah. Rider and I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Right. The two main characters have a distinct age disparity. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> oh, yeah. And is... it's supposed to be like both 15 at the same time. And <laughs> Right. But one of them was but, Nicolas but... Cage. <laughs> <laughs> They dyed his hair black, and we're supposed to think he's like 15 years old. What the? I was, man, this is bad. That didn't even work in uh, 86 with Peggy Sue Got Married when he was supposed to be playing a teenager. I don't expect it working in 2005 or whatever. <laughs> that was, it was just so bad. I mean, I can literally go on for another hour just talking about bad Nick Cage decisions. <laughs> what was the one with him with the bees where they put him in the thing and the bees were all The gone? bees! That, that, was, that was a remake of uh, uh, The Wicker Man. Okay, there you go. I, yeah. I remember seeing part of that. Yeah. Uh, that that I, movie is famous for uh, him punching a woman. Uh, yeah. He either punches or kicks a woman in a bar, and there's a bear suit. It is, that, that's hilariously bad, also. That's a boy. Another, <laughs> cult <it was> classic. Like, <laughs> like that, Snake Eyes, Gone in 60 Seconds, all of those movies was just like, Really good cast, but Nick Cage was like the star, so it was just this is just bad. I mean, how you got a movie with Delray Lindo, Timothy Oliphant, Angelina Jolie, and it still stinks? <laughs> Are you kidding Nick me? <laughs> Nick Cage even had Giovanni Ravisi. I love Giovanni Ravisi, he's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That boy's good. Nick <laughs> Cage stinks. Shit, that was <laughs> crap. Gio- Giovanni, I watched uh, an episode of My Two Dads the other day, speaking of Giovanni, and it's like, damn, man, nobody even remembers this shit. <laughs> oh, God, wow. I barely, barely remember My Two Dads. Yep. Who, who was in that? I remember it was a girl, a young girl, and she had the two... Dads, I guess. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> Paul Reiser and the guy from uh, BJ and the Bear were the two dads. But uh, see, now that show, if even watching wow. old episodes now, I'm like, just watching this, they don't even have to change the script. This would play entirely different in 2015 than it did in 1986. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like the whole two dads thing. Like clearly cool. they would be in a relationship yeah. if they did that show now. You know? right. They were oh, yeah. right? But the, watching the old show, it. a lot of the premise is like about them, you know, there's like, you know, no, we're not gay is a lot of the joke there, you know. It's like, it's like uh, they probably won't show that now. Like Three's Company, they don't like to show now because, you know, he was pretending or whatever. It's like, you know, we all saw it a million times. It's not like it was offensive, but yeah. Yeah, that was like the super milk toast. Uh... Yo, I ain't no toast. Her boyfriend on that show was Giovanni Ribisi. So when oh, it was like wow. 12. Who was the girl? Uh, don't remember what her name was, Stacy something, but she was only uh she was on step by step after that and then I think she got out of Hollywood. For some reason my brain was telling me it was Nicole Eggert. She was the girl on Charles in Charge. That's yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Willie so Ames and Scott Bayo. Yeah, she was, she was hot. hot back in the day. They started Charles in Charge and he lived with one family. And they had ugly kids. And then uh, somewhere in the middle when they went to syndication, that family moved out of the house and a different family moved in. So somehow Charles stayed with the house. I don't know how that works. 
they, they did a recasting. They were like, you people suck. Yeah, everybody out except for Chachi, and let's start over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because his buddy was still his buddy. Oh, yeah, right. They kept Willie Ames. Willie, too, yeah. Willie Ames, yeah. So, yeah, but the, the replacement uh, kids, both of those daughters were hot. I remember, so, yeah, because I, yeah, I remember in the, the first grouping of kids, it was the two, they had two brothers. Yep. But then they switched it to two sisters and a brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, think they, they needed some sex appeal on that show. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a thing for, well, like everybody else, man, I had a thing for Alyssa Milano. Okay. And there were girls that would play her friends. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Girls that would play her friends on Who's the Boss, but then they would show up on other shows. <laughs> and I would always remember, like, hey, that was St. Anthony Maselli's friend. <laughs> yeah, there was only like 12 teenage girls in, in Hollywood at that point. Sure. Like, I always had to recycle them all. Right. I, I, liked, uh, I liked Samantha, but I was more into uh, to Lynn on ALF, man. And, like, uh, you know, ALF's big sister. Oh, the older sister. sister. She was, yeah. yeah. That was, I was like, oh, yeah, she was hot. And she's still, she's still hot, but now she doesn't do anything, of course, because everybody's, you know, like, who? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know? I barely remember her. For I, I remember, like, like curly shortcut hair and she was really skinny tall and skinny is that kind of the right yeah. girl yeah pretty much did you guys hear what, what what eventually happened to willie from that show no and he turned out to be a maximum perv he was doing some i don't know what they wound up busting him for some shit to do with porn and stuff oh, so that's oh, terrible just take it like alf go, oh willie you know what the hell <laughs> god damn <laughs> but, man I hate when that happens with a dude who was somebody who was like, you know, like that. He was like the the safe guy dad on a bland 80s sitcom. And then you're like, no, he was yeah. a dark, evil bastard. You're like, damn, you know. Oh. It'd be like finding out that, you know, that Dick Van Dyke was a murderer or something. You know, it's just like, no, this can't be. Well, I know it was kind of like uh, when you found out, like, the Brady Bunch, like the oldest son was having sex with the mom. And they all and they all hooked up with each other. And they, and all yeah, they all hooked up with yeah. each other. It was kind of like that moment when you discovered Bill Cosby was a serial rapist. <laughs> yeah. I know. Once Camille was like, "Yeah, that should happen," but then you gotta go. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. oh Camille put him out there. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and he admitted got, to. He I know admitted he admitted to, to procuring to the. He admitted to procuring the, the drugs. Yeah. Not 36 times, so. Well, and then JJ comes out. Jimmy Walker, like, from out of the nowhere, says, I thought everybody knew that shit. <laughs> you know? Well, oh, uh, that's, it, like, in the, it, they say in the, in, the, uh, in the CD comic world, people have been making jokes about that for years. Right. And then that one guy, I can't remember his name right now, but he's the one that actually. Hannibal. Hannibal Burst. Hann yeah, Hannibal Burst. He's the one that actually put it out there, like. Yeah, everybody knows Bill Cosby's been raping women for years, and he put it out there. <laughs> and then that's when, I guess, people started coming out of the woodwork saying, yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, somebody and heard whatnot. that, and they right. went, he did what? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the general public, we didn't know all that stuff, but I mean, you know, when you're in that, in that uh, core group of uh, comics and, uh, you know, even on the outskirts of the comic uh, world, yeah, everybody there knows all that stuff, but 
all that seedy bullshit that's going on. The people are still like, well, why would he do that? Because obviously women would have slept with him anyway. It's like, well, perhaps that wasn't, you know, the exciting part for him, you know? That's what I'm saying. He's into it. That's why. <laughs> or exactly. So that, that was, you know, some people are just weird that way. And that was his thing was, can I do this? And I guess, uh, yeah, for like 30 or 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's, I, I can't even think of that. And not not even being the father of daughters, but I mean, just the having to calculate all that stuff. And I don't know, that's just a weird part of the brain that controls that sick fetish. That's just weird to me. I'm into having a willing partner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And plus, like the, we are at the, at the level of we haven't had nearly enough of the regular stuff to have to get deviant about things. You know? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like uh, that's the story that the, the Chili Peppers guy used to tell back when people were like, well, are you gay? You know, And he still doesn't quite say yes or no. But they're like, well, at one point I was on the road and I had so much pussy that I was just tired of it. So I started to experiment like, well, that is a level of pussy. I can't even quantize, you know, I don't know how much <laughs> you have to get to get to that level, but I'm not even close, yeah. you know, no, I'm saying I'm, you know what? I'm still into pussy. <laughs> so I would have to live a thousand lifetimes at this rate to catch up with that. So. <laughs> That's true. Oh man. Yeah. You're talking about like, uh, 25 years of being on the road and just constantly getting thrown at you and just, you know. Yeah, oof. you have to be at the, like, you know, five, six chicks a day rate to get to that, I think. So we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Who was that? Uh, which wrestler? I, oh, it was Jake the Snake, who was like, uh, he was in the threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, and then he just take himself out and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> I tagged like out some, in the middle of that yeah, match, brother. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like being at you know just regular human levels. I don't want to be at that superhuman level of pussy getting. That just uh, that actually kind of scares me. Is I don't want to go that far. Too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> too much pressure. Like now people expect things. That's just this is too much. Crazy. That's funny. It becomes like a role playing game. In order to complete the quest, you have to hit all of these other little things first. <laughs> I need at least three chicks on each ball. <laughs> like you missed that second checkpoint. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the other day, it looked like it was out there. It was simultaneously, you have a drought and it's flooding and it's burning. Like, how does that all work together? (laughs) (laughs) What's up, California? Come on. Well, they're doing a disaster movie mixtape. That's what's going on. The disaster mashup, right on. (laughs) Yo, dog, I heard you like fire, so we put some flooding in your fire. Yo, yo, this is a mixtape of all my favorite disasters. MC. Yo, this one's for Tupac. I was just going to say that. (laughs) And you just said it for me. That's so funny. (laughs) Throw some NWA up in that bitch. Talking about messed up movies. I mean, I guess for me, the threshold was I had a buddy who popped in the unrated version of Doom Generation one time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I have. I don't think I ever watched the whole thing on that too. I have that sitting here. Someone told you gotta watch this, and I'm like, I saw the part that had like Rose McGowan in a bathtub. I'm like that was all right, but 
I don't Egg. think I've watched that one all the way either. What's, uh, what's the weirdest? What, what's the what was at the threshold there? What happened? Uh, no, it's it's definitely worth finding out on your own. This oh, is okay. One of those movies that's held its spoiler for twenty years, and I'd hate to be the one to give it up. To to be the spoiler of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then we'll be like, "God damn you, Pat, you fucker." <laughs> There was no fucking titties. <laughs> oh, they're titties. Oh, they're there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the time I saw them, I was like, well, you know, Marilyn Manson is playing with those right now, so I don't know if I should even be looking at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that I think I saw it. It must have been like 2002. Oh. So I think it. they were just – I don't remember the exact timing, but it – I remember the, seeing the movie and then realizing, realizing that, wait, you know, she she's too nice for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't like him nice. That's cool. That's why she's gone. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. He married Dita, so. That's true. She's supposed to be really nice. I'm not in love. Well, there were drugs involved. <laughs> That's probably like why. Bottles of that saying. Marilyn Manson absinthe or whatever he made. He probably just a little bit too much of that. Find yourself getting married someplace. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right. <Cage>. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He posted that picture and I'm like, oh my God, he does look like Nicholas Cage. That's it's cool crazy. though. They could do a, they could do like face off too, where it's just them, and when they swap faces, you can't tell that anything changed, so that nothing happens. It's a good movie, right? Instead of Travolta, just use Marilyn Manson. Yeah, we can do without any more Travolta because he's just gonna dance anyway. You know, <laughs> we don't need any more fucking musicals, man. We already turned Scarface into a fucking musical. We're not turning fucking Face Off into. Musical. We were talking about having Fez from that 70s show with Scarface, which is what Hollywood oh. would do. So it would be better if they just hired oh Mr. Mr. Scarface from the Ghetto Boys to do it, because at least there would be like a, you know, like, I see what you did there involved, you know? You'll be bumped up, bumped up, long trace. On the favela, my nigga just call me Scarface. Oh my God, Pat, I was laughing my fucking ass off when he said that as Fez is Scarface, because I just pictured it, and then I pictured Fez. From that 70s show, like, just sticking his face in that whole big pile of fucking cocaine and just being Fez. And then, of course, having kids and he's Handy Mandy and he does the voice (laughs) of Handy Mandy. So I'm just like, I just had this two total separate visuals. I could not stop fucking laughing when you said that. I was laughing my fucking ass off. And you even got some snorts on me and I was snorting on air. It ties into my greater universe theory that uh, that Red Foreman, you know, aged and moved to Detroit and became Clarence Boddicker. While Fez was the, the rival guy who was selling the drugs that Clarence was trying to steal, apparently, and turned into Scarface. See, this is just one big movie that all comes out of that 70s show. Oh. And, and Donna wound up in prison for some reason with black hair. I don't know what happened. Right. I love that. I love that show. Do you watch it? No, but I've seen bits of it a bunch of times. So it's like, oh, that's, that's you, what's her face. Do you watch it, Pat? No, I've never seen it. Oh my God. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I've got to interrupt. But right now, there is two buck 
there's four fucking deer right across the street in the ghetto. I am not fucking shitting you. There's oh. four deer. Whoop. And then, and two and of then you hear, oh, wait, three? right because they're crossing the street well they're they're they live in the field like right at the end of the road last week when it was just me and you two of them came right up to the fucking balcony and they were like just staring at me and i'm like oh uh but anyways no so neither of you have seen orange is the new black no oh that's actually really good show i my husband started watching it before me believe it or not and i was one of those where i was kind of hesitant about it which i didn't know why i was hesitant because all my girlfriends were like it's badass and it wasn't until he had watched like partway through the season and he was just like you have to watch this it's it's awesome and i'm like okay i guess i'll watch it and then when i seen her in it i was like Ooh, she looks familiar and I'm like who the hell is it I'm like it's fucking Donna god damn it it's fucking Donna from that 70s show which she dyed her goddamn hair black yeah I've seen it all three yeah. colors now she's been red she's been blonde and she's been brunette and it definitely looks best if she goes back to the red it started out with <laughs> like put that back you know, don't stop being the redhead and you know yeah, I, I, I think it's like probably her. blonde for real I think but I'm not sure yeah I don't like her with the black hair but she is a good actress she's doing I mean it's a good show overall oh, yeah yeah I said she's doing it it doesn't affect her work I'm just saying it from my my guy perspective from a guy point <laughs> it's the whole the whole hair thing that was a thing that that was up in discussion that we were discussing about where the whole area that you posted the the other right. day about the whole short hair versus long hair thing and i'm like whoa 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 wait a minute well if some <laughs> the artist posted Freud, it, that's it why i wanted to know is this a guy's point of view or is this a freud like like kind of psychological theory thing well, I, I think it's probably neither. It's more of an attempt at humor that comes from me quoting a Willie D song. But, you know. Yeah. Well, there we go. guy here is like the, uh, this guy posted, or, or I don't know who it was, some artist posted his rendition of a bunch of Disney princesses with their hair short, you know, because everybody has the short hair fad thing right now. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't cut Ariel, you know, the Little Mermaid's hair short. Put that back. She's supposed to be a princess. Why would she have, you know, the short hair? Short hair. And I was complaining okay. about not liking girls with short hair because I, I don't like it. You know, it's not attractive to me. And I said, well, it's attractive <laughs> to someone, though. Maybe it's. I don't not, have short hair you know. now, but I've had short hair, but I can pull it off. For one, because I have a long neck, and I've mod. That was obviously the picture I posted was a modeling shot too right but i've oh, done okay. hair modeling yeah i was that was actually from a, a modeling shoot that i did and i had just gotten back from a hair show and they actually did that to my hair <laughs> nice. they cut my hair from the middle of my back to that <laughs> and the motherfucker was like edward scissorhands like he just just cut it all off i had no clue what he was doing to my hair had no clue the crowd picked out the color he cut it i had no clue what the fuck they were doing until they gave me a mirror and he was like here's your new hair and i got paid 300 dollars and got put up in the hilton hotel in chicago that's pretty cool and i was like sweet yeah, right, the, I the conversation went weird though it was like uh 
You know? Yeah, it, it got long. Yeah, it got really long. What we were talking about, what Maya was talking about, were people with really short hair, like, like right, uh, like you know, the like that really like, super short Miley Cyrus hair, or where it's almost a buzz cut, basically. You know? Right. I like you know, I don't like, I don't want to see women with a buzz cut, you know, unless they're in the military, then that's what they got to do, I guess. But whatever. <laughs> they don't even have to do that in the military. When they, Natalie they Portman shapes her head, or when. Uh, you know, anybody, like, if they shave their head for a role or not, it's just like, oh, it looks so bad compared to what it looked like a minute ago. Or uh, what's her face? There was Hermione in the Harry Potter movies. You know, she got old, and now people think she's sexy and hot and stuff. And, like, whatever, she's 12, isn't she? <laughs> you know, she's an adult now, but then she cut her hair super short. And I'm like, you know, she doesn't look like a girl. She just looks like another English dude, you know? <laughs> Oh, Emma Thompson or whatever her name is. Yeah, Emma Watson. That's yeah. her. Emma Watson. Yeah. It's like she was pretty, but when she cut her hair, she looked weird. Her face doesn't support that hairdo. And that's what my yeah. point was really was that you have to have the right face for that. I'm not a celebrity. I don't get to freaking take time to do my damn hair. What? Going out? What? What's going out? What? <laughs> the part that I put the... the people were mostly reacting to was uh, I was talking about Willie D and bald-headed hoes. Ha <laughs> <You know? laughs> Y'all thought this was dragged it, didn't you? Wrong answer again. This song is for all the motherfucking chicken-head bitches. And we kept the motherfucking names the same because we think being a bald-head bitch is a goddamn shame. going on in this goddamn world what are you bitch a boy or a girl i can't tell because your shit on the sides are gone you remind me of that monkey looking bitch grace jones fucked up is how you look to willie d i just gotta have a bitch that has more hair than me some try to cover up by weaving it through you ain't fooling nobody we know you're bald-headed too bald-headed ho what, 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 what you see, D? I see some ball-hit hoes. Right. So it's like, well, no, like, like, the okay. original line was a joke based on this that nobody gets that reference. Now, I just can't go with a ball-hit hoe. You ain't got to ask why for me to tell you so. If I can't run through a hat with my hand, somehow it seems like I'd be fucking a man. Out of all of them, I actually enjoyed him the most, you know. He usually had something humorous going on, right? Or he would be in the middle of telling his story and then he'd put it into some strange segue, like to make sure that you were paying attention to his rhyme, you know. Right. I remember going at lunch one one afternoon. We went and got bought that controversy tape at Musicland at the mall after picking it up a thousand times and not buying it. You know, like we should buy this. We should buy. Fuck it, let's go. I'm gonna buy that. You know, and then we listened to it like two or three songs on the way back to school. And I was like, why don't I want to go to class? I want to listen to the rest of this. <laughs> wait, wait. Fast forward. Fast forward to this one. See what this is. You know. Oh man! Did I when when we were out there? Did I tell you about how the Ghetto Boys helped helped extend my military career? I don't think so. No. <laughs> so I'm I'm like a notoriously horrible shot, right? Um, I, you know, you have to. They call it qualifying. You have to like be able to shoot at a target in order to essentially stay in the military. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And I know uh, this because of my husband. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured you, I figured you'd know. So uh, so my I I was like all of my uh, the people in my group were like, dude, you're in so much trouble. You can't you can't do this. So like the they give you three chances, and the first two chances I failed miserably. And so and this is like in '92. So I go, you know what? I just need to gangsta it up a little bit. So I wired up some headphones <laughs> into my into my helmet, and I went out onto the firing range and I listened to, um, you know, that first Ghetto Boys album. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I passed. I was so proud of myself. Uh, you know, it was just like you. Know, <laughs> Thing you just for, needed that musical inspiration to get you, past it. Are you like listening? You're listening to the beginning, like playing "fuck 'em" while you're qualifying. <laughs> fuck 'em all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So until I got caught and then, you know, you've got basically like the ultimate dude in charge is this guy. They're called a first sergeant. And he's yeah. like, what What the hell were you doing? And I said, hey, aren't you happy I passed? And he said, yeah, you know, you did it the most miserably stupid way possible. <laughs> I, I have the ghetto boys to thank for allowing me to complete my military contract. I buried those cockroaches. Okay. <clears throat> what what branch were you? I was in the army. Okay. And it was it was critical that I knew how to fire a rifle because I was a radio repairman, you know. That wraps up another episode of two fifty two. Thanks to everyone for listening. And extra thanks to those who have sent in comments and suggestions. Keep the praise and admiration flowing by visiting our webpage at RetroNerds252.com. We leave you today with a modern Motown classic from Dominion. Woo! We hot! We back! Dominion! Can't keep us in the door, yeah. no. We so horny, we about to fuck the game over. You know how we do it. Stay ill. 31 Third Productions, yeah. Salvation, yeah. Special like Skills, Killer KO, Knockout Coolers. Material yeah. shit got me taking penitentiary chances. I'm proving the best through continuous enhancement. I stay grinding on the block, gotta get what's mine. I sell beats, raw weed, wake nickels and dimes. They call me Bob Barker, cause my price is right. A gangster, I do what I want whenever I like. I don't ask for shit, so they call me Mr. Gimme Grimy. I'm more scandalous than my Uncle Kenny. Don't give a fuck about nothing, and I know that that's wrong. But who the fuck gon' tell me otherwise when I'm palming this chrome? Niggas don't say shit when the mag is out. Cause they know Dominion niggas are running their house. Niggas don't oppose me, cause I murder my foes. Let one go, non surgeon cutting their clothes. Pump, pump on his chest, but this nigga won't make it. Flatline's the end result, fucking with salvation. Who's the illest? Speculations. Is it skills? Special KO with salvation. Not one nigga is iller than the other. We like brothers. Same pops, different mothers. God chose us. We chose each other. Four niggas, one click. The aftermath, the million fuckers. Yeah. These niggas ain't ready for us. Third. These niggas ain't ready for us. 
that shit quick I'm the devil, I'm possessed when I spit, my skill is sick I harbor genes that can rip your whole anatomy Start at level one and work your way up just to battle me I'm lightning on mics and thunder in the booth The purest from an MC you've ever seen, a hundred proof I calm waters and I move mountains To this day a million lyrics has been served and I'm still counting I'm moving higher cause my flow's tighter I got a sign around your neck to rehab price and seize for hire I melt cores and I burn keys I'm a renegade, act of nature, get me mad, the world will freeze I bring heat like the summer seasons I stand in a ring of fire to prove myself, so what's your reason? You niggas peons and you won't comply I got you shaking in your boots with thoughts of verbal drive-bys Who's the illest? Speculations Is it skills? Smash KO with salvation Not one nigga is iller than the other We like brothers, same pops, different mothers God chose us, we chose each other Both niggas, one click, the aftermath, the million fuckers These niggas uh-huh. ain't ready for us Skills These niggas ain't ready for us Battle to see who's the best. Mm-hmm. If you don't add my click, I could dominate the rest. I'm a hurricane, fuck water, supreme I reign. No when I bring the pain and leave remains. I'm sorry, I can't let you fellas tame the game. Not from the West Coast, but I was born to bang. No colors, I don't claim a game. Nine millions, four fifths, I'm hard to restrain. I sound arrogant, best when I meet it. Say shit like fuck air, I feel like I don't need it. They say I'm conceited, I feel like I'm the innocent rap. I just haven't met a cat who could fade me, perhaps. Still got no worries, so I'm rocking the grin. Even your rap style old school like Earl Flynn. D O M I N I O N. Still not worried, cause I'm destined to win. Who's the illest? Speculations, is it skills? Smash KO with salvation. Not one nigga is iller than the other. We like brothers, same pops, different mothers. God chose us, we chose each other. Both niggas, one click, the aftermath, the million fuckers. These niggas yeah. ain't ready for us. These Smash. niggas ain't ready for yeah. us. Who will claim the throne? Believe I'm the one, like Morpheus. Fuck the gym yeah, shoes. I boost the cells of the sauruses. Open up your dictionary, start dusting off the Britannicas. The special mentally massacre, scavenger, damage amateurs. Master my language, perfect the English vernacular. Niggas used to be jealous, now they on my dick like magnums. Create a picture without the use of a camera. Level reading the maximum, rip apart any challenger. Cape seen like reflections, casted by Dracula. Brain over bra, niggas can't handle my mental stamina. Spectacular, vocabulary gargantua The game is garbage, I clean it up like a janitor Verbal mechanics from my mental apparatus Written precise, like blueprints and schematics Lyrical mathematics, I grab the mic and you panic As if it was the day apocalypse hit the planet Who's the illest? Speculations, is it skills? Smash KO with salvation Not one nigga is iller than the other We like brothers, same pops, different mothers God chose us, we chose each other Pull yourself together.